If you're going to build something from nothing, you've got to know what really works. I took a $1,000 loan and built a $5 billion business, and now I make smart investments in new businesses on Shark Tank. This is Barbara Corcoran, and you're listening to Business Unusual, presented by On Deck Business Loans. This week on Business Unusual, I'm going to be answering all of the great questions you guys keep sending me in on business, life, how to move forward, how to jump over obstacles. Come on, I'm good at it, and I want to share my advice. But first... At home or at work, smartphones have become the big distraction. They drive me crazy. How about you? Anywhere I look today, people are glued to their smartphone screens, looking at emails, social media, and browsing. I'm even contributing to the problem. New podcasts. They're sucking people in and they take their attention away. All this stuff. Whatever else they may be wanting to do, it's taking so much of their time like a thief in the night or in the day. But time spent staring at your screen definitely takes away from the important things in life. Let's say your family, your business, whatever you want to focus on. And one thing I can guarantee you that that kind of time spent is making you less productive. I'm here to tell you how I got myself back on track in hopes that there are a few tips there that might help you get better control of your phone so that you're the boss versus your phone taking charge. Here are five ways to take yourself to smartphone rehab, as I call it, and come out focusing on the things that are important to really get done. Number one, I decided to chunk my day up to actually look at what I was doing for an entire week and see where I was spending my time. And let me tell you, it was an eye-opener. I was spending almost 35% of my time staring at my phone. And now the real question is staring at what? I can tell you it was mostly interruptions. Why was I giving away a third of my life to a phone that was mostly interrupting me? So you know what I did? I put an automatic message on my phone. Anyone who comes in on an email between whatever time they wake up in the morning and one o'clock gets the standing message from me. I won't be looking at my phone until about 1.32 o'clock and expect to hear from me then. And then you know what I did with most of those messages? I delegated them. Those people knew I wasn't going to call back. They heard from someone else. I have the same message in the afternoon now. Anyone who calls after 1.30 gets the same message. I'll be checking my phone before I leave the office at roughly 5.30 to 6 o'clock. Expect to hear back from me. And then what do I do with those messages? I delegate most of those messages. So I took my stream of things I was answering throughout the day in a frantic sense. Let me get it off my desk. Let me get rid of it. Let me quickly answer it. I took that 35% back and made it my own time. And guess what? I'm a lot more productive. I actually have thought time where I could reflect on what I should do next or reflect on the last conversation. What's the best tactic to use in response to that? I am a smarter person. Okay, that's number one. Chunk up your day so that people don't expect to hear from you. And then the second part of the chunk is I took all of my personal out of my workday. When I'm at work, I only work on work-related things. And then when I go home at night, I only work on personal things, which is namely my family. Even my dog, Max, is happier because I'm petting him more and act more interested in what kind of a day he had. All right, so that's enough said about that. The third point of a smartphone rehab that helped me a heck of a lot is this. Don't go down the rabbit hole. Here's typically what would happen to me. I'd be on my way home, needing to make dinner for my family that night, and I just checked my phone 
one more time. Just see what's there. Oh, I better answer that. The minute I look and open up any kind of message, I'm sunk. Next thing I know, it's an hour later. I haven't started dinner. I'm angry with myself. I'm in bad mood feeling badly. Don't be tempted to have a peek in that hole. Uh-uh. I stopped that nasty habit. I'm not curious enough anymore to have a peek down the rabbit hole. Don't do it to yourself. Number four, I decided to give my phone a new home outside my apartment. I come off the elevator at night and there's a nice plug in the hallway. I plug my phone into the wall, turn off the ringer and let it charge there for the night. And I don't pick it up till I'm going out the door the next morning. Can I tell you the psychological freedom I feel when I close my apartment door on that phone? It's over. It's not controlling me. And now my personal life begins. I think I love my kids twice as much. I'm even starting to be nicer to my husband, which I never thought could happen. But it's all because I've given myself a clean break on the other side of the wall with my smartphone. And speaking of kids, I just read about a Louisiana elementary school who asked kids about an invention they wished was never created. And you know, 20% of the kids named the smartphone. They can't stand it when their parents are on a phone versus focusing on them. They're young kids. But I can also tell you, I see it with adults. The minute you're checking your phone around anyone, you are making the person you're spending time with far less important. I just don't do it anymore. I don't want to insult people. I want to let them know, whoever the them is I'm choosing to spend time with, that I'm choosing to spend time with them. It's not a communal space between them and my smartphone. Uh Uh-uh. Not anymore. So... Just to give technology one plus, let's be real. Technology is our best friend with getting things done quickly. But I'm here and I wanted to share with you the downside I found that can easily take control of your life. Don't do it. Go for therapy. Get your phone working for you, not you working for your phone. You're listening to Business Unusual with Barbara Corcoran, presented by On Deck Business Loans. Here's a company all business owners should know about, On Deck Business Loans. On Deck delivers financing tailored to small business owners in as little as 24 hours, with term loans up to $500,000 and lines of credit up to $100,000. On Deck products are tailored to your specific business need with a wide choice of loan and payback options. It's a simple process designed to save you time. They have higher approval rates than traditional lenders like the banks. I've known the gang at On Deck for years now. And I can tell you, they're the real deal. OnDeck has lent over $10 billion to more than 80,000 small business owners, and thousands of them have reviewed OnDeck, giving them a 9.8 out of 10 rating on Trustpilot and an A-plus grade with the Better Business Bureau. Make your way over to OnDeck.com slash Barbara for a free consultation with a small business loan specialist to see exactly what kind of loan best suits your business. Go ahead, visit ondeck.com slash Barbara. And now it's time to answer your questions on Business Unusual. Carolyn, all the way in England, tweeted, You say that every big failure has an equally big upside if you're willing to stay in the game. But how long do you stay and wait for things to turn around? Here's the thing, Carolyn. I don't believe you should just wait Because when you wait for anything, you're really just hoping that the universe provides what you want. No, no, no. What you need to do is push 
and push like you know something is surely right around the corner, whether you feel it in your gut or not. And then stay alert while you're pushing to spot the hint of a new opportunity to come. Putting that kind of a mindset on always allows you to spot the beginning of something good, but it won't happen while you're sitting still. You got to keep moving. You know what I think about opportunity? Opportunity is what happens to people when they're too busy to really be doing anything else, staying in motion. So get up, get going, and find your next opportunity. And that's all the questions we have time for today. If you have a question, tweet it at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran, presented by On Deck Business Loans. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success on Business Unusual. Business Unusual is part of the iHeartRadio Podcast Network. Be sure to follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.